Hello and welcome to Darling, You're Different, a collaborative podcast that strives to unpack and question the obstacles that may be stopping you from achieving your full potential. My name is Charlotte and I am here to ultimately help you live a healthier, happier and more successful life. Hello, welcome back to my show. So today I'm going to do a little solo episode actually exploring some really cool things that happen in our body. So I'm going to be talking about the specific hormones and neurotransmitters of dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin and endorphins and the ways they kind of contribute to our well-being, our emotional state and kind of ways that we can access them and increase the levels in our body, but also make sure we're maintaining those levels and what kind of happens when we don't have enough of it in our bodies. So this is something that's been really kind of intriguing to me for a long time. And now that I'm kind of researching about it, my mind is blown. (laughs) But so basically we all know that these hormones and neurotransmitters are linked to us feeling good. But have we ever really thought how they do it? So that's what I'm going to discuss with you guys, what they kind of are. And let's just jump straight in. So I thought it was quite clever and I'm sure it's been done before. But if you rearrange the letters, it's like getting your daily dose of like dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, endorphins. Anyway, I've lost the plot, but that's okay. So first of all, let's talk about dopamine. So dopamine is wellly regarded as the feel-good hormone. So it's responsible for our feelings of pleasure, satisfaction, and motivation. But the thing with dopamine is it's also associated with addiction because it's that feeling of wanting more. And then because of this, it's highly addicting because it's producing this reward response. So (laughs) dopamine is actually released when we eat good food, have sex, but also when we do drugs and alcohol. And that's kind of where the addiction comes into it and why people get quite addicted. (laughs) So basically Too much dopamine in our body can lead to things such as ADHD, binge eating and addiction and gambling because there is just too much of this chemical in our body that we're constantly just chasing this feeling of good and then our body's kind of relying on it to kind of keep going. But on the other side of the spectrum, spectrum, when we have too little dopamine, this is when things such as depression schizophrenia and psychosis play into it, which is really interesting. So it's finding that healthy balance between the two of them. And one particular disease that's quite commonly regarded is Parkinson's. And I'm sure a lot of you have heard of this disease, but this is actually caused by the lack of dopamine secreted from the neurons in our brain, which is really trippy. So because of this, our body just slowly reduces the amount of dopamine that is produced, which then of course increases the tremors and 
increases like the classical symptoms of Parkinson's that none of us like really. So a lot of drugs for Parkinson's are actually trying to increase the levels of dopamine in the brain and the body. Just a little fun fact for you. So dopamine can kind of be, we can get some more doses of dopamine through things such as food. So something called the L-tyrosine, I don't know if I've said that right, correct me if I'm wrong, but basically this is a protein that actually helps make dopamine in the body. So we can increase levels of dopamine through eating foods such as almonds, avocados, banana, chicken, eggs, kind of protein-based foods, but also yummy foods. So that's a little bit about dopamine. And I'm excited to each episode, I will try to incorporate bits of this and how it relates to our day-to-day life and maybe give it a go, like see if you notice any differences in your body. Secondly, we're going to talk about serotonin. So serotonin is also something called a monoamine neurotransmitter, (laughs) also known as the happy chemical, but it's also regarded as a natural mood stabilizer. So serotonin is actually manufactured by our body's nerve cells, which is kind of cool. And actually, 90% of the serotonin in our body is found in our gut, while the other 10% is found in our brain, which is quite a fun fact for you. So serotonin in the gut is actually what helps regulate nausea and pain. So when we're feeling quite nauseous, there is generally a surge of serotonin in the body. And obviously when we're not, it's quite normalized. So serotonin has multiple roles. It helps muscle contraction, appetite, digestion, blood clotting, which is kind of cool, as well as wound healing and bone health. So serotonin is carried around on those little things in our body called platelets that actually help clot our blood. So when you cut yourself or, you know, something happens and platelets have to go to the area to help stop the bleeding, as does serotonin. So it kind of helps that vasocontrolling of the veins and getting to the site to help heal it. One thing that's also really cool is when we have a serotonin imbalance and there's too much serotonin in the body, this is where our bone density actually starts to decrease and can lead to things such as osteoporosis and bone breakdown and all those not very nice things. So like dopamine, we need to have a healthy balance of the both. So serotonin linking it to all those nasty drugs and alcohol thing so a common drug linked with serotonin release is mdma also known as ecstasy and this actually causes a surge of serotonin to be released in the body so hence why when people have this drug they feel quite good but The other effect of that is once the drug wears off, they feel quite low and down because then the body has just surged this giant dose of serotonin and then it's just gone and you're back to your baseline, which again comes into addiction, dopamine. They all play a role with each other and that's super cool. So linking to decreased levels of serotonin in the body. So too little serotonin can actually lead to memory problems. It can make you feel 
have a decreased mood. This therefore can increase your cravings of sweet foods, but also increase your libido, which is interesting enough because you're seeking that feeling and you're seeking the surge when it's low. And because of this, it can also heavily impact your sleep patterns because then you can't relax as well. So a common medication linked with serotonin in our common society is actually antidepressant medications. So a lot of antidepressant medications help regulate the release of serotonin in the brain and kind of like obviously regulate the amount of serotonin that's released and therefore how much you can feel and how much you don't feel, which is really interesting. And there's definitely a lot of studies on this at the moment, which is so cool. So definitely go out and suss those out. So that's serotonin. And there's there's so much on these guys that I could talk about it for hours, but we're just going to give you a little brief, brief synopsis of each and every one of them and how you can just be aware of them and things you can do to increase them and kind of becoming aware of what's actually happening in your body. Perhaps when you're feeling certain emotions, maybe there's just an imbalance or you just need to do something to fix it really. So the next cool thing we're going to talk about is oxytocin. So oxytocin is a hormone that is also produced in our body, specifically in the parts of our brain called the hypothalamus. So oxytocin is well known as the love hormone, everyone's favorite. (laughs) So it's produced in the hypothalamus and released into the bloodstream via the pituitary gland, (laughs) which is this little thing also in our brain, which is really cool. So oxytocin has a role in the production of something called prostaglandins. And for those of you that don't know, prostaglandins are all throughout our entire body and they're quite responsible for a lot of things such as like digestion. They also help with things like childbirth, calcium levels. They're very important in our body and they're kind of like for a little visual, I guess, (laughs) that's one thing I learned in nursing school is they kind of coat your esophagus. So they're kind of, they help push the food down as well as this other thing called peristalsis, but we won't go into that. But basically Oxytocin is produced in our body when we get quite excited by our sexual partner or fall in love, hence why it's called the love hormone. So when there is an increase of oxytocin in our body, this therefore decreases our cortisol level and also decreases our heart rate. So of course we're going to feel stress-free, you're going to have better little a better stress response really and a clearer head. But on the opposite end of the spectrum. When oxytocin is at its lowest, this is obviously when we can have therefore increased levels of stress. And again, it actually affects our memory retention and can decrease that, which is not ideal. So studies have actually found that women have higher levels of naturally occurring oxytocin than men. And this is actually linked to because women require oxytocin for childbirth. It's quite a hormone that's released a fair bit for childbirth, therefore helping with contractions and all that cool stuff. But it's actually initially produced and connected with breastfeeding, which I thought was so cool because I didn't know this. So oxytocin is actually released with breastfeeding, hence how it's actually transferred from mother to baby and those neural pathways are kind of created 
which is a fun fact for your whatever day you're listening to this on. <laughs> so oxytocin is really cool and quite important in our body and it's important for everyone, really, like anything. So things such as exercise, listening to music, both common ways to increase oxytocin, but also simple acts of touch such as getting a massage, just hugging someone and also again sex. So they're all going to produce this hormone and make you feel good. Last but not least is this lovely thing called endorphins. Endorphins are called peptide neurotransmitter hormones. So they've got the best of both worlds in them. And the word endorphin, I thought this was really cool, so I thought I'd add it in, is actually a combination of the word word endogenous and morphine, which I'm sure a lot of you have heard of. So endogenous is actually means that it's naturally occurring in the body. And morphine, because endorphins actually bind to the same receptors as morphine. Fun fact for you again. So endorphins are known as the body's natural pain relief system, hence why we have morphine, pain relief, westernized medicine, all that cool stuff. So similarly to oxytocin, endorphins are also released by the hypothalamus and the pituitary glands, but they are released in response to pain and stress in our body to help regulate the levels of pain and stress naturally. So there's lots and lots of different types of endorphins in our body, but the most commonly studied hormone is actually called the beta endorphin. And this is most associated when you hear the runner's high, so when people run and they get that really good rush of endorphins. So beta endorphin is actually what's produced in that setting. But similarly to every other thing we've discussed today, endorphins are also released when we do things such as laugh, fall in love, have sex, and eat good food. So really a common thread of this is laugh more, have good sex, eat good food, exercise. But also, this was really cool, so UV light can actually help increase endorphins in your body and help reduce pain, which I thought that was really cool. And I perhaps I'll do another episode touching a bit more on this. But So that's why you feel so good when you just go outside and get a bit of sun. Fun little thing for today. But... This comes back to dopamine as well. So they're all very interrelated in the body. But the beta endorphin is actually linked to dopamine because then it's kind of creating that reward system. So this is again linked to habits. So once we do something, so let's just say you go for a walk in the sun, you're listening to music, tick, tick, tick. You've got things that are producing all this good stuff. But also because these endorphins are then being released. Dopamine also rushes in and then we want to do it again. So it's creating this reward system because we're doing the action. We're then getting this release of the hormones, neurotransmitters, all that good stuff. And then it's kind of creating this like positive reinforcement in our body, which is really cool. So that is a very, very brief summary of all of these things happening in our body. So endorphins, oxytocin, serotonin, and dopamine, all very important hormones, neurotransmitters that are naturally occurring in our body, but also just kind of show that the body is such a powerful thing and so much 
can be controlled by just the regulation of these things, really. So go outside, get some sun, have a laugh with a friend, even just Google some jokes. I think, you know, that's kind of cool too. (laughs) Go to a comedy show, have some awesome sex because that's going to make you feel good and just live your bloody life. And yeah, here's a little fun fact. Let me know if you want me to go more in depth into any of these little things, but I thought that was really interesting and a nice little leeway so you can kind of understand what's going on in the body. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Darling, You're Different. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star rating and a written review. Also reach out to me on Instagram at charlotte underscore McKinnon and I would love to hear what you thought about this episode. But also, if there are any guests that you think that I should have on this show or any topics that you would like me to discuss, let me know. I want you to go out today and do something to make someone else smile. I am so grateful to each and every one of you. But most importantly, I want you to remember that, darling, you are different. And that is such a good thing.